Hey, if you're an entrepreneur, it's almost guaranteed that you've struggled with perfectionism. Every entrepreneur I've ever met has struggled with this idea that everything has to be perfect before you do anything really, launch a product, launch a marketing campaign. And so today we're gonna to be talking about how to get over that perfectionism to get you pushing towards your goal and some specific tactics you can use in order to do that. Hey guys, I'm Jake, the founder of Launchpeer, and welcome to Launch Chat, where we answer your startup questions every single day. Now today, we're gonna to be talking about a topic that I have personally struggled with for years, which is perfectionism. Now perfectionism is something that every entrepreneur deals with. It doesn't matter how early you are, how late in the game you are. The only difference between those two types of startup founders is that some of them have learned to either cope with it or get over it. So today what we're gonna be talking about are some specific tactics that you can use in order to do that. And specifically, we're gonna be talking about that in the context of Heather's question. So let's go ahead and get right into it. Heather today asks, I can't seem to stop. I want everything to be perfect. The website, the documents, the marketing, every last detail. I know that I just wanna push forward, advance, scale, and outsource, but I can't stop wanting everything to be perfect, which is really slowing me down and probably causing me more harm than good. How do I stop being such a perfectionist? Well, Heather, thanks for your question. And hey, if you have your own question you want answered on the show, just go to launchchat.com. First, let's just talk about perfectionism in general. When you're talking about being a perfectionist, what you're doing is you're internalizing the idea of being perfect. Because if you're not pushing anything out to the market, which it doesn't sound like based on your question you are, you're kind of waiting to do that. You're waiting until things get you know, accomplished to the level that you think they are perfect. And that's not a great mentality to have because you honestly don't know what's perfect. Unless you're the next Steve Jobs or this real big genius, uh, Elon Musk, but even them, they got stuff wrong all the time. But unless you're in, in the group of those types of entrepreneurs, which most of you watching this aren't, and that's totally okay, you don't really know what is perfect. What's perfect shouldn't be defined by you. It should be defined by your market. But the only way that that can ever happen is if you actually get something out there. So let's talk about some tactics that you can use to kind of get over that perfectionism. One, make sure that you are actually letting people give you feedback on everything that you're making. Now, I know a lot of entrepreneurs, when I talk to them about doing this, they're either afraid of having people tell them that it, the product doesn't look good or the marketing tactic isn't fully thought out yet. That's gonna happen no matter what. Even if you build the product to the point where you think it's perfect, you're still gonna have people telling you that's just not good enough. But what they're doing is the same thing that you are doing. They are looking inside themselves and telling you your product or your marketing isn't perfect up to my standards. But that is not your job. Your job as an entrepreneur is to build something or create a marketing tactic or product or app or whatever that makes the majority of people in your specific target market happy. Happy enough to actually take action on downloading your app or whatever it is that you're trying to do. Don't let the fear of that feedback stop you from going out and trying to get it. Hey, the other thing that this does when you're going out and getting feedback from people is it starts opening your mind up to what other people think would be perfect. And if it is your job as an entrepreneur to go out and make sure that you're building a product that those people want, not you, sure, you might be the kind of person who is in your target market and that's always great. If you're a startup founder and you're building something that you're in that market for, 
that's awesome. And you usually have a leg up on other types of startup founders, but you are not the only person in your market. There's a lot of other people in a lot of other situations with a lot of other backgrounds. Their expertise or their thoughts can really benefit you as you go down your startup journey. So one thing is every single step of the way, no matter how small the thing is that you've built or that you've been working on already, you should go out and get feedback for it. Now the other reason why I hear entrepreneurs tell me like they're afraid to do this is because they're afraid of whatever they're working on getting stolen. We're, we're gonna have another episode uh, and we are at episode 190, so I'm sure we've talked about at least part of this before, the idea of trying to keep all of your startup a secret. Launching in secret, building in secret, that's, that's really not a good idea. But if you're that kind of entrepreneur who is worried about building something and then showing people before it's finished because someone's gonna steal your idea, don't be. Building a startup is incredibly difficult and the work that you're gonna be putting in to go and get feedback from people in order to build a better product, which is what you should be doing, especially to get over this perfection that we're talking about right now, a lot of things not only have to go right, but there's a lot of things that you as an entrepreneur have to do and sacrifice in order to make that happen. So it's not as easy as someone going out and just stealing your idea. If you look at these big startup founders that have built really great companies, very few of them, except maybe Mark Zuckerberg if you've seen Social Network, most entrepreneurs didn't just go steal their idea. Sure, they might have taken someone else's idea and improved upon it, but that is a very normal thing. I'm sure you've heard the term that like no idea is unique anymore. And that's kind of true. Most ideas today are kind of iterations on previous ideas. But if you're the kind of entrepreneur who's afraid to put something in the market because you're worried that someone might take it, don't be. Especially if you're worried that it's not perfect yet. Because let's, let's make a scenario here. Let's just say that you wait until you think your product is perfect. You build something, you get it to the point where you're really happy with it. And then you put it into the market and you think it's perfect. Well, what's the difference between somebody stealing it at that point than somebody stealing it months before when you were early stages of development and you try to go get feedback from people to see what they think about it? There is no difference. People can copy and steal your idea then just like they can right now. The only difference is you spent weeks and months building something that you thought was perfect and putting a lot of energy into it only for your ideal customers to maybe tell you at that point, Ah, you know, this is okay, but I really wish you would have built this into it instead. Well, you could have found that out months earlier. That's tactic number one. Go get feedback as early as possible. Just get over the idea that it has to be perfect because you're not making it perfect for you. You're making it perfect for your ideal customer. Another tactic that you can use in order to get over this is to find someone, whether it's a co-founder or a partner, to kind of check you when you need to be checked. And I'll give you an example. This is actually the strategy that I use here at Launchpeer in order to do this. For the first three, three and a half years of Launchpeer, I was really uh, trying hard to build or you know create campaigns in a silo because I was really afraid of going and getting feedback from people. And I just didn't really want anyone to, to look at my stuff, to look at the things I was creating until I personally thought that it was perfect. I realized that what that would cause me to do is start and stop a hundred times. I'd create something, I'd think about putting it to the market, but I was like, ah, you know, I, I think it would be better if I just did something like this instead. And I'd go back and forth and back and forth. I'd lock myself in my office, I'd build something, and then I'd just keep doing that over and over and over again. But what I started to do about a year and a half, two years ago, was I, I tried to be a little more accountable to the people around me, the people on my team. And look, you might not have the luxury of having people on your team, but you do have people in your life 
who care about you, who could play this role if you don't have a co-founder. If you have people on your team who are maybe really good at design or really good at development or who are really good at something in the vein of what it is you're trying to create, make sure that you ask them to hold you accountable. Tell the person on your team like, look, I am not gonna launch this until you take a look at it and tell me what you think. And I wanna check in with you once a week, once every couple weeks to have you look and see what I've done already. And then I'll continue moving forward after that. So as opposed to the first point I gave you guys to get over this, which is, well, just put something in the market quickly and get feedback on it. This is more of an internal way to get over that perfectionism. Okay, it's a really easy one too, especially if you're maybe not as outgoing or you're scared of getting your idea in the market and people kind of taking it. Well, if it's somebody that you trust, if it's an individual, someone that you know is also probably either an expert in the field of what you're trying to create or someone who's in your ideal, tar ideal target market, that's a great person to go to to get feedback on something as you keep building. Now, it's not as good as going and putting something in the market, but it's still good enough. It's better than what I see most founders do, which is really never get over this perfectionism. Hey, and that's one thing that you should be afraid of, and this kind of moves into the third and final point. If you don't get over this perfectionism, then it's going to hurt you long term. This isn't really a pointer of how to get over it. This is more building fear into you of what happens if you don't, okay? <laughs> if you don't get over that perfectionism, what's going to happen is you're gonna end up being like a lot of the entrepreneurs that I end up working with here at Launchpeer who had an idea, and sometimes I'll get on the calls with some people. Uh, I still try to get on a lot of calls with entrepreneurs who are thinking about working with our team. And one of the things I hear is when I ask the question, when did you start working on this idea? A lot of the time here, oh, three years ago, five years ago, six years ago, pretty often. I'm not talking about a majority of the time, but I would say if I had to guess about 30 to 40% of the time I get on the phone with an entrepreneur, they tell me that. And as I start digging and asking them questions, inevitably what happens is they say, well, I started to do something, but I didn't think it was good enough, so I just kind of pause. And when you pause as an entrepreneur, you lose a lot of momentum. Momentum is one of those things that's really hard to measure. It's not like you can measure it the way that Facebook ads can or how many users you're growing at a time. You can't really measure momentum like you could other things. It's something that you just kind of feel as an entrepreneur, especially when you're really early on and there's not a whole lot of stuff to measure. If you lose that momentum as you're starting to build your startup and building that snowball that's gonna end up going down the hill and turn into a really successful product launch or a really successful growth strategy or something like that, what's gonna happen is you have to start all over, create another snowball, and then roll it back down the hill again. And you do not want to do that, especially if you're early stage and you have limited resources, limited time, and you're working on your startup at night or on the weekends, like a lot of our customers at Launchpeer are, you don't have a lot of opportunity to start, stop, start, stop over and over because it wastes a lot of resources. Make sure that as you're going through this, you don't lose that momentum. Thanks, Heather, for your question. We really appreciate it. If you want your own question answered on the show, all you gotta do is go to launchchat.com if you're listening to this on iTunes, on our podcast, we'd love it if you gave us a rating or review. If you're watching this on YouTube, that is awesome because it took us 190 episodes to get this show up on YouTube. So if you're listening to the podcast, head over to YouTube, subscribe, hit that notification bell, hit that like button to let us know that you actually want us to keep doing these videos. If you're watching this for the first time on YouTube, that's crazy. Let us know in the comments that you just found us on YouTube. We'll be publishing a new episode every single day on YouTube and on the podcast. We really appreciate you guys, and I'll talk to you guys tomorrow.